This podcast produced by Van Garrett Media. The following is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, welcome back to the Divine Assembly podcast. Uh, we are here again today with a new guest. We're trying to have new guests each each episode or new subject matter, expanding on past subject matter. Um, I am also here with Steve Burkhart, and I'm going to let him introduce our guest today. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, Marcy Hansen Colette, um, who I met through, I think, films. And so Marcy is with a local art house theater. Um, just has perfect, amazing taste in movies, film. No, you do. I just love it. I love all of your recommendations. Um, that really has made my life better. And then just having you as a friend um, has made my life better. And so, yeah, Sarah and I get to hang out with you and Russ, and we absolutely love that. Um, and then also, you're on the board of directors of the Divine Assembly. So yes. thank you for your many, many contributions there. Um, welcome. Well, it's my pleasure and and honored privilege to be on this board. I'm really, really excited about what we're going to do. Good, good. Well, I appreciate the level uh, uh, of enthusiasm and also attention to detail that you bring. Um, details not being my strong suit, as mm-hmm. you know. So, Marcy, just a favor, start us out uh, talking about psychedelics. We're talking about God. We're uh, talking about healing. Um, tell us about your pathway. Well, I th- it, it started, well, I, I was raised in an indulgent household. I was drinking before I was 10. Um, and so over the years, I just, I, I hate the 48 hours after drinking. Yeah. Like I love drinking, but the 48 hours afterwards. And then, so I was doing pot, uh, as an alternative, uh, for a few years and that was magical and lovely. Um, but I'm asthmatic. I have terrible life choices, um, that on the other side of 50 years old, it's, uh, that now is not good for my lungs. And in COVID times, pot is, uh, rough, but in the last year, and you know what, dude, it's, uh, we started showing fantastic fungi in October, 2019. Really? So that's like a year. Seven years ago. I know. Right. So that was a year ish ago. And we thought, oh, fantastic fungi, this, uh, cute little hippie documentary. We'll show it for a week at the tower. And then Steve Urquhart said, hey, can I just bring like 20 of my best friends one night? And so we did. And then maybe 20 more and 20 more. And then six months later, we were still showing Fantastic Fungi in March. That was amazing. When um, COVID hit. So then we closed the theater and then we showed Fantastic Fungi on on our platform, uh, SLFS at Home. Uh, for another bunch of bunch of months, and um, you know, Russ is very tolerant of all the crazy, uh, trippy movies that I want him to see, but he he will hardly ever see a movie twice. And he saw, and he would bring and tell other people, "You got to see this movie." Yeah, and sweet. he ended up seeing it like six times really? in the in the theater. So between the Urquharts and Russ and and all of us, it's like that was a movie. And as Russ says, and I say it too, it gives you hope mm-hmm. that um, 
after what humanity has done to this planet, mushrooms are going to fix. Love it. You know, they're going to store the carbon and uh, reverse the, um, you know, the carbon footprint that we've we put on there. And then also in COVID times, I'm telling you, um, so my first real mushroom trip was this summer and from going from booze to pot to then mushrooms and now feeling like uh, when I drink, it's just when I'm have a very special occasion like I did last night. But yeah. otherwise... Uh, Being Sarah's fiftieth birthday, yes, <laughs> yes, well worth. And there were extraordinary cocktails being served. Yeah, so it has kept my sanity this year. Um, the psychedelic experience has has really kept me sane, kept me whole. Um, and I don't know if not for a pandemic and earthquakes and inland hurricane, I don't know if I would have. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's timing or, or what. If, if I had taken a trip with you at any time, would I have felt this way? Probably. But especially now, it just feels like it's rescuing my life. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. And this is the first time I'm hearing your story. It's really great. Mm-hmm. So what what were the emotions or, you know, whether it was anxiety or fear or whatever it was you were experiencing before your mushroom experience how how exactly is it helping you? How how has it helped? Well, it's it's funny, and we've talked about this too, Steve. That like you go in saying, "I want to know about my health. I want to know about my wealth. I want to." I go in whatever you go in with, uh, you come out with something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the first time I went in like health and wealth, I, that's what I want in my life right yeah. now. Yeah. And I came out feeling so loved. Yeah. I was like, wow, I have, I am so loved. I, but I do think that that is the key to health and wealth is mm-hmm. that you feel worthy, um, worthy of the, of an abundant life. Yeah. And in these current times, um, the abundance is possible mm-hmm. even when it's crazy out there. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was there for your first experience and that, that was so fun to, uh, just see the huge smile on your face the entire time. And then when you entered that bliss stage afterwards, the afterglow, just to hear you talking about how much love you do feel that was, that was really special to be able to share that with you. Mm-hmm. And I suffer from imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and, um, I, uh, and it's funny. So, like, I'm somebody, I'm a fundraiser, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm. there's always, like, a salesman in me, right. some part. And I'm always talking about movies. And I love movies, so that's easy to do. And now I love mushrooms, so it's easy to talk about that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there, there was an aspect of me that, like, I knew I would go around saying, oh, I, I'm... I have the best friends, I have the best family, I have the best, you know, I'm, I, I, before the trip, I would be like, I would say the same thing, but there's just something about getting to that bliss and then going, oh, I really am, Yeah. you know, like I'm not, I'm not fooling anybody. The only person I was fooling was myself. Yeah. 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 You didn't realize the things that you knew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is so much a part of psych- psychedelics with, with me, with a lot of folks. It's how some of the things that we 
thought we knew, they really are internalized. They're sunk deep. They're like, oh, I get it. You know, the one I hear is, God really is love. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you just have it in a completely different level, different understanding of it. Yeah. And when you ask me to be a part of this church, I am somebody more like Sarah um, in that God schmod, I don't know if she's out there, if they are out there. It's definitely not in the patriarchal sense, which I love that you love that too. But um, but the other thing about my experiences, I've just been feeling so connected, mm-hmm. so connected with the universe, so connected with people and nature, and and again, like that sense of that of that movie, that fantastic movie, is it's like we're all we're all just a part of the fabric of this universe. And for me, I'm like, okay, that's my religion. That's my practice. Yeah. And that's that as I evolve to becoming a minister, a guide, I'm going to be like, look, you're, you're not alone. You're connected. You're loved. That's, those are the things I want to. Yeah. A funny thing people. about religion in America is uh, it's, it's the spiritual giants at the IRS that actually mm. determine whether something is or isn't a religion. Mm. And uh, one of the things they look at is uh, to be a church, you, you evangelize. Churches evangelize. And so I need to thank you, Marcy. You, uh, you have single-handedly checked that box for us. You, uh, <laughs> you have been out actively evangelizing. So thank you. Yeah. Well... I'm from Denver. I, 15 years ago, I moved here to marry Russ. And so my Denver friends are like, what you doing, girl? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marcy, Marcy went to Utah. We thought she'd be back in three years. It's 15 years later, and she's starting a church <laughs> with her car. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What? Doesn't everyone do that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, um, but you know, I, I think it's, it's like a Buddhism. is it, It's a practice, like a religion practice. Like, yeah. Be good to yourself. Be good to the world. Yeah, that's a that's a religious practice. Do you have a God? What is God? Mm, I think it's I think it's in us. You know, it's in us, and it's and it's and it's everywhere. Okay, that's uh, that's three out of the four today. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's what Shayla has said. Sarah said that in an earlier podcast we taped, and yeah. You. But I do like the the form that religion is is has taken in the world and um i love the way you talk about it that it's it's a mansion with good structure that is rat infested right now Mm. Mm. and so i like that you're gonna you're gonna take that side of it yeah maybe god isn't great but god should be great god can be great Mm -hmm. yeah and if you take it from like my perspective of of i am god Mm. I can be great. Yep. So it's whether that's in my immediate world or just what I put out into it. So I have kids. So how am I raising them? That is one more way for me to be great in this, in this universe. Right. Right. I'd love to hear more about your goal in being a minister, being a, um, the word just left me. Guide. 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 Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm curious what's going to happen, too. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's um, what I listen, you know, 
when Utah courts mm-hmm. pass gay marriage, then the thanks again to our pal Steve mm-hmm. had a huge part in that. Um, then the dominoes of the South states started to fall. So like it, when anything can happen in Utah, mm-hmm. then it can happen anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're going to be a, an interesting test case um, for the rest of the world. But I'm, I'm originally from Denver. So that's, you know, I think that's like the Amsterdam of our country, which I love. <laughs> Denver is Salt Lake's older, cooler sibling. So cooler. Yeah. But it's also, uh, you but know. we have potential because you know yeah. we're we're checking out the cool tunes, the cool shows, mm-hmm. and when Salt Lake grows up, we might really be something. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we always have movies, which I love, and which has really had a had a big is, is a big reason why I'm still in Utah as opposed to Denver. But anyway, I um, I think it'll be interesting. So the case in point about Fantastic Fungi playing for six months. Mm-hmm. It's a documentary. Yeah. which do- documentaries don't stay long, even at our cool indie theater. But when it stayed for six months and would have been longer if not for COVID, maybe, mm-hmm. um, if Salt Lake City is interested in supporting those that movie, then I think there's um, a bunch of interested people around here. Absolutely. Um, and I think uh, with the Mormon influence and overlay in our town. There's a lot of hurt. Um, mm-hmm. Our environment is is an issue. The patriarchal system of our legislature. There's there's a lot of reasons why Utah Utahns are hurting and maybe need the the kind of experience I've had. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm interested in uh, connecting with and coming out like um, remember when like it, you wouldn't tell people you would smoke pot do you remember yeah. that now yeah. like if somebody says oh, I just don't I'm like oh that that would be the surprise if somebody doesn't do it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know now mm-hmm. I'm a big snorter too mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> but now I, I think mushrooms are going to go the same way and I think um, the effects of doing pot are bad for your lungs if you smoke it, but otherwise it's so much better than legalized alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah. So I think we're, I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to go, but I, I can't wait to see how it's going to go as a guide. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. One of the things that we're trying to do with the divine assembly is, uh, you know, along with the religious aspects of communing with the divine and receiving guidance. And so, hopefully being better because of it, making better community, is we're also trying to uh, elevate the safety of um, use of psychedelics, Mm -hmm. in particular uh, magic mushrooms. And so I I love your willingness to um, look into what it means to be a guide, what it it means to uh, have proper integration, Mm -hmm. um, integration therapy. And so it's going to be fun to check in with you periodically and um, follow your journey, see what you are learning. Yeah, you know, I I know a lot of people have done mushrooms and they wanted to be at concerts or be out with a bunch of people. And based on the experience I had with you, Steve, it's like being quiet with it is that's when I get those miracle messages and and afterwards um, and having having somebody to talk about it with 
afterwards it helps with the integration, right? It's the accountability. And I'm a Leo, so if no one's watching, then it didn't really happen, you know? So I, I always need an audience. If you trip in the woods and no one's there to hear about it, Might it as well didn't not happen. Have done. It's a waste. <laughs> yeah, so we we have an event coming up um, where we're going to talk about a lot of these things. And so one of the presenters was telling me, uh, Felipe, I imagine we'll have him on at some point, that when he first started getting into psychedelia, he was just telling everyone, oh, my gosh, I'm seeing this. This is amazing. This is, you, you have no idea. This is. So he said, finally, a good friend, someone who could be candid with him, says, Felipe, we're trying to see it too, but you're just talking way too much. Yeah. <laughs> We've had that experience with some of our friends yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's fun. I mean, it's, it's great to be with people and just at times be silly. I mean, you know, I'm going to love to dance and sing and all this, but yeah, there are times when you just got to sit back and receive and be quiet and get the message. Yeah. 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 And in my experience, if you don't do that right away, eventually you're forced to. Mm. So if you don't listen out the gate, which I generally don't because I'm quite stubborn, but um, I'm a firm believer that if the universe is trying to tell me something, it starts by tapping me on the shoulder. And if I don't listen, it ends up shoving me to the ground. Yeah. That you're going to listen to this. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just magnified in, in the, in the psychedelic space. You, you have to be able to listen or you'll be forced to listen. Mm -hmm. So, Shayla, my experience is, uh, and Marcy has seen this, um, there are times when there's just this gooey, messy puddle of Steve in the middle of the room yeah. in, in a good <laughs> ceremony. And because um, I just realized some things and they hit hard. But then I've always been lifted up every mm -hmm. single time. And so I guess it's it's psychedelic psychedelic trauma if you aren't lifted up. Have you ever had anyone you've just been lost in that space and, and you weren't lifted during the ceremony? Um, not in the moment. There have been things that have come up after the fact, after the ceremony, even days or months later, mm -hmm. that I feel something kind of gnawing at me. And I don't know what it is, and I can feel kind of down. I don't really know what's happening. And then suddenly something, some sort of subject matter that's been in my mind will keep coming up. It'll be just be a reoccurring. Mm -hmm. And that's when I have to go, okay, this is coming up for some reason. And then I will realize that something that happened during that psychedelic experience nudged something in my mind that I'm now thinking about a week later that I have to actually, now I need to give it my attention. Yeah. Then I start to feel better about it. If I can get it out, if I can talk about it, share it, really start to, maybe even I can't problem solve it, but just begin the process of, of untangling it, then I feel a lot better just having that part taken care of. So in that integration process, have you used other people? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, mainly Chris. Mm -hmm. um, He's one of the people who has been in most of these experiences with me and it has, and he knows me so well yeah. that communicating those things, even if just getting it out and just hearing him care and be supportive is really a lot of times just what I need. Right. Um, I have yet to get, have experience with a therapist with these things. Um, but it is something I've been thinking about a lot more recently. Mm -hmm. Marcia, how about you with your integration? Have you uh, 
used other folks or have you noodled on it in your own mind? Yeah, I mean, I think you and Sarah, for sure, Russ, my husband. Um, and it's interesting, like, the uh, talking about the gooey mess or <laughs> something, <laughs> um, I think there's there's been a couple, uh, there's been a few folks that didn't have the experience they wanted because, and I think it because they didn't have the right dose. Yeah. And that's what I'm really interested in learning more about as a guide is figuring out dosage and practices mm -hmm. for all of that. But um, they wanted some magic and maybe in some ways having an expectation or, you know, you, you have some walls up that don't make, maybe make you open to what actually, like what the universe actually wants to tell mm -hmm. you, that, that, that message that it keeps tapping you on the soldier, sh shoulder until, you know, until it knocks you across the face if yeah. you're not listening to it. And um, I think sometimes folks are like that. They're, they're so anxious about something that instead, you know, they, they're so focused on health and wealth or wh whatever they're going in for mm -hmm. that they don't actually see what the universe right. is really wanting to tell them. Right. But yeah, for me, and, and again, in COVID times, like uh, connecting with people, that's I'm just desperate yeah. to do that as a extrovert and a Leo. And I'm used to going into a movie theater every day going, Hey, Hey, Hey. And now, you know, movie theaters, it's like, <clears throat> it's so tragic that these places that are so American for us, you know, in our experience and our creative and our art and yeah, these our temples, storytelling. These temples to art and storytelling. Yeah, storytelling. And they're closed, but um, but we're, we have drive-ins. You yeah. can come to the drive-ins. Yes. Little, little plug for Salt Lake Film Society. Oh, it's right. always, I'm always going to be plugging that. But, um, but yeah, people, it, it really is about people for me. It actually sort of like makes you accountable, right? When you actually have to confess to somebody, testimony, evangelize. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is actually the lesson I got this time. Yeah, so so Shayla, just like you, well, like you said too, Marcy with Russ, um, yeah, I go to Sarah because she knows me so well mm -hmm. and she, uh, we just share a lot with each other. So she kind of knows what my experiences are. She's there on a lot of them. And so it's really nice to be able to tell her this this uh, this was the experience I had last night. I, I don't quite know what this is. This seems like... And it's really fun that she can bring up things. Well, remember a couple months ago when you had this experience? That seems kind of related. And yeah, yeah, that's that's really... I feel really fortunate to be able to share all this with her. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think not only because, um, like in both of our instances, and you as well, Marcy, it's our spouse. So the hope is that your spouse knows you better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, I know for Chris, because he understands the language that I'm going to be using and that understands also sometimes there is not language to express it um, because he's been there is is also a help. Like you don't, it's not that frustration of trying to explain something in a completely different language. Yeah. Well, and another good thing too is when someone doesn't expect you to put it in words. Because mm -hmm. some of these experiences, I'll, I'll, I'll come home and Sarah will say, how was it? And I'll say it was a lot. Yeah. And so yeah. she just knows that, okay, he's, he's processing. Right. He's not close to ready to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Well, cool. Marcy, thank you for being with us. And um, yeah, thank you for contributing on the Divine Assembly. And uh, we really look forward to uh, chronicling your journey uh, and, and, and watching you become an expert guide and to help people integrate <laughs> these important experiences. Yeah, sounds good. Brother. Absolutely. It was great to see you again, yeah, Marcy, yeah, and sit yeah, down with you. And thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. This podcast produced by Van Garrett Media.